Welcome to Run Like Hell Toward Happy, the podcast for overwhelmed creatives to stop hustling and finally create balance between work, life, play, and rest to make progress toward their dreams. I'm Caitlin Liz Fisher, motivational writer and coach who helps people listen to that little voice inside that knows what you really want to be doing. Let's get started. Hello. In this episode, we're going to talk about burnout, how to avoid it in the first place, uh, which is hard because you might already be burned out, and how to recover from it, which is going to be hopefully very helpful to those of us who are just always tired and that's our secret, like the Incredible Hulk. Burnout happens when our outputs, like responsibilities, work, kids, balancing our budget, etc., all the things we have to do, exceed our inputs, self-care, rest, creativity, play, for an extended period of time. You can sort of overdo it for a day or two, and it's okay. You know, you just maybe sleep in on the weekend, feel like you've caught up on your sleep. You know, we can go short, short-term, short little bursts of more output than input. But the problem comes when it is just a regular fact of life that we're putting out way more than we're getting back in, which is part of our capitalist hellscape that we live in, in America 2021. Welcome. In the last episode, I talked about how I started off 2020 with just a shit ton of goals, and then I had to adjust them. I pared them down a little as a time, a little, oh my God. I pared them down a little bit at a time as I realized I had too much on my plate. I wanted to keep my full-time job and build my business at the same time so that I had that safety net of reliable income, but the stress from my job was becoming more and more overwhelming, and then I hit a point of no return and had to leave. But not everybody can leave. I want to totally acknowledge I was extremely privileged to be able to save up money and, you know, I can afford health insurance, groceries, everything uh, on my savings, my freelance income and having savings in place for the months when my, my business income wasn't where I needed it to be. Uh, The economic stimulus payments from the, I mean, we should call them like relief. It's not economic stimulus when you just have to use them to like pay your existence. Uh, But the quote, economic stimulus payments from the government for COVID was also super helpful for me. I was able to save that money and use it uh, as living money so that I could get my business off the ground. And that's Honestly, very privileged. Not everybody can do that. So for people with no option but to keep going to work, to keep a roof over their heads, burnout is a serious issue with serious mental and physical health effects. You know, not that it's not serious for for me, but I was able to take steps to address it and to recover from it because I was able to leave a job that was sapping all my energy. I get that people can't do that especially if you have a family, like I'm just a single human person and I was able to pare down and just do the thing I needed to do. But that's a lot easier said than done. And not everybody has the ability and the means to do that. 
Burnout is like taking a payday loan on your own energy. You know that eventually you will have the time to rest a little bit. So you're using up your energy from those future restful days in advance. You're borrowing from yourself. But the thing about a payday loan is that the interest rate is awful and you almost always end up paying way more than you borrowed in the first place. Same thing on burnout. You can't be borrowing from a vacation you're going to take in two years right now so you can get the dishes done, you know? In our capitalist go, 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 productivity is equal to human value society, we're all kind of on the cusp of burnout, if not actively in burnout, pretty much at all times, unfortunately. As much as possible, though, in order to avoid burnout, or at least mitigate burnout, build in time to give yourself the inputs you need. Whether that is sleep, you do actually need sleep. I know a lot of us lie to ourselves and say, oh, I only need six hours a night. I'm one of those people. You're really probably not. You probably need a lot more sleep than that. Schedule time for fun. Schedule time to work on a hobby without being interrupted. Schedule time out of the house to go sit silently on a park bench and stare at the pigeons. Whatever gives you a break and fills you back up. Of course, this is hard to do if you're a parent, especially a single parent. If you have to work multiple jobs or honestly, any number of countless reasons why you cannot get a spare moment to yourself. Our system is just set up like this and it's bullshit. A lot of burnout comes from balancing work stuff with home stuff. The nuclear family used to be able to exist comfortably on one parent's salary while the other parent handled domestic needs. We have to eat. We have to have clean underwear. We have to have a livable home. We need these things, but wages have not kept up with the fact that now like we have two income households and we got to pay for daycare and it's super expensive. And, you know, now in, in COVID times, a lot of parents are managing distance learning for their kids on top of having to cook and clean and keep the household. So it's, it's not the way it used to be. We now need to work a lot more to make enough to cover our basic needs because wages haven't kept up with the cost of living. If possible, if you have the means, outsource what you can outsource. If you can afford to pay someone to clean your bathroom, do it. If you can trade childcare with a few parents around the neighborhood so that each set of parents can have a date night regularly, do it. My favorite outsourcing is ordering groceries because even though I like to go to the grocery store, I especially like to pick out like my own avocados and my own veggies because I know what I am looking for. And sometimes the personal shopper does not. I just got some moldy green beans yesterday. It was awesome. Not awesome. Had to throw them away and buy new green beans. Um, so ordering groceries is like my favorite outsource because even though I like it, I like grocery shopping. Sometimes I just don't have the energy to go drive to the store, wander around the store, find all my stuff, bring it all home, put it all away and then cook it. Absolutely not. I'm going to get something for delivery. 
when grocery shopping is involved. I'm either going to go do all the shopping myself and then order takeout, or I'm going to order the groceries and then have the energy to cook it. This one feels like hard mode, but as much as possible, make sure that the burden of domestic labor is spread more evenly in your household. If you have a partner, split the work. You both live there. If you have kids, you can assign chores appropriate to their age. If you are the one doing everything in the home on top of having a job or starting a business or doing anything outside of that domestic role, you're probably already burnt out. We interrupt this episode of Run Like Hell Toward Happy to invite you to my free burnout breakthrough webinar. In this one-hour webinar, you will learn my four-part framework to balance your passion project with the rest of your busy life. Whether you're getting back into an old hobby, turning your craft into a business, finishing your novel, or anything in between, this framework will help you reach your goals at your pace. The Burnout Breakthrough webinar is free and is happening live on Monday, May 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Register now at bit.ly slash webinar. I will also have that link in the show notes for you. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. This story about balancing domestic labor tasks really freaked out my therapist. So I had a therapist once upon a time. I showed up with this list in a notebook of everything I did household labor wise split into like the tiniest pieces. So rather than write down grocery shopping, I would write down, make a meal plan, check the pantry, make a grocery list, drive to the grocery store, shop, drive home, put away the groceries. And I did this and I brought it to her and I was so proud of it. And I was like, this is how I'm going to explain to my husband that I need him to do more because I'm doing so much. And she just looked at me like, what the fuck is going on? She was just baffled at the fact that I would have to like conceptualize my workload in this way in order for him to take me seriously. And so she's, she's like, what, what's, what's going on here? What, please tell me what the fuck is going on in your house. Uh, it was great. Divorced him much better now, but we have a serious mental labor disparity and it tends to fall unfairly on women. Very heteronormative. I'm just going to acknowledge that right now. I'm going to talk about like hetero marriage. In heteronormative relationships, women tend to know all the little parts that make up the household labor and they also make sure it gets done. It is exhausting. I have two divorces worth of memories about how exhausting this is because it's not just like, I know how to take out the trash or I do take out the trash. It's, I notice when the trash is getting pretty full, I take out the trash, I put in a new bag. Like what, what's with, like they'll take out the trash, but then they don't put a new bag in. This ex who, you know, I was trying to, I broke down grocery shopping into a multi-step process to explain to him what grocery shopping meant. He had three chores, feed the cats, handle the trash, do the dishes. 
And he would ask me if I could please take the bag out of the trash for him um, because it got stuck sometimes and he had a hard time with that. And he also said that, you know, whoever got home first to bring the trash cans back up to the house from the curb. And I was like, dude, like your chore is trash. Like, I don't know how to explain to you that your chore encompasses taking the bag out of the can, replacing the bag, taking the bag to the outside can, taking the can to the curb and taking the can from the curb back to the house. He didn't get that. He needed me to do about 50% of it, which is why I made this freaking list that terrified my therapist. (laughs) So if you're burned out, if at all possible, Share the burden of household work with the people you live with, whether they are adults or children, to a level that is appropriate for children and to a level that is appropriate for other adults. I mean, honestly, incompetence, we're not doing it anymore. Learn how to do it. And or lower your expectations about how often and how deeply things need cleaned. If you can drop that perfectionism and be okay with it, It can definitely improve your stress levels if you're just like, huh, bathtub didn't get scrubbed this week. Kind of fuck it. It's a whole new world of not needing to keep it to a sparkling clean standard. They sort of lay out this situation where, you know, if you keep volunteering for more and more stuff, you know, you're going to get that promotion, you're going to get that raise, and then they keep moving the goalposts until you're doing twice the work. You're doing that whole promotion at your same rate of pay. And it's honestly bananas and unionize your workplace. So here's what to do if you're already burned out. As much as possible, reduce your outputs. Stop doing things that you can afford to stop doing, whether you can afford to mentally stop doing them or afford financially to stop doing them. Prioritize rest like actual rest. This is not take some PTO and use that time to clean the house. This is, I want you to rest. That's a never ending cycle. If you're just borrowing rest time, paid time off is supposed to be time to rest. And yet we use it to move or to spring clean or to do productive stuff that's not restful. And all of this leaves us exhausted. And when we're exhausted, we can't follow our deep down dreams which is what capitalism wants. It doesn't want us to have a deep down dream. It wants us to get up and go to work every day. And I am personally tired of that and can't deal with it. Uh, So I quit my job and now I'm here talking to you. Those were finger guns, but that's a microphone, so you can't see them. But imagine finger guns. So my first step with my clients is to evaluate their schedule and their goals to make sure it all makes sense and won't burn them out. And we have to work on the mindset that pacing yourself to work sustainably toward your goals is okay and that you do not have to do everything perfectly to succeed. So that goes into what we talked about in the last episode about goal setting and being flexible. It's basically the premise of my entire coaching practice is like, let's do this in a way that you can sustain you know, whether or not you have a long-term relationship with me. I want to develop the tools or rather I want you to develop the tools. It doesn't help you if I'm the one with the tools. I want you to develop the tools you need to set realistic goals, to pace yourself, and to put your goals, your dreams, all that work that you're doing 
that drives you, I want you to fit that into your life in a way that makes sense. That's not sustainable. I don't want you to stay up until midnight to work on your dream because then you're giving up your rest and your sleep and then you're going to be burned out. That's not what I want. So in the next few episodes, we're going to talk about perfectionism, imposter syndrome, distractions, all that stuff that keeps us from going for our deep down dream. If you have experienced burnout and you want to talk about it with me, or you have more advice that I didn't cover here, please reach out. I would love to do a follow-up on this with, with some more advice. I'd love to maybe do some interviews with you if you want to talk to me. So send me a DM on Instagram, which is at Caitlin Liz Fisher to start a conversation. And I, I love talking about burnout, even though it's like, it makes me very angry and ragey. I like talking about it because we honestly need to talk about it more. We need to talk about the fact that it's not sustainable for us to have this like hustle, hustle, hustle mentality. We got to pace ourselves. We got to go slow so that we can actually get there. And I know that you want to go fast and you want to just get the thing and get it done. But, you know, we live in this system that keeps us very tired and I don't want you to get more tired and then give up. So that's, that's what I got for you today. And I will see you in the next episode. If you loved this episode of Run Like Hell Toward Happy, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Once the show gets 50 reviews, I'm giving away a curated work-life balance care package to one lucky reviewer. To enter, post a screenshot of your review in the giveaway thread in the Run Like Hell Toward Happy Facebook group. Huge thanks to Leave Nelson B. for the intro and outro music and to Jennifer Hearn Photography for the photo used in my cover art. Check the show notes for links and resources mentioned in today's episode. You can find me on social media at Caitlin Liz Fisher on Instagram and Facebook or Kate Liz Fisher on Twitter. But seriously, number one takeaway, please leave a review. It helps other people find the show. That's all for now. See you next time.